Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here at the Kayak Fishing Show Live, brought to you by all these wonderful sponsors scrolling across the bottom. Uh, of course, today we're showing old episodes, so there's going to be some conflicting sponsors, all of whom uh, we certainly appreciate for being with us for so many years. You know, we've been on the air for 13 years. Uh, if you are new to this, on Tuesdays we um, air some of our more current episodes which are sponsored by jackson kayak on thursdays you know do that throwback thursday and this is the first one we've done in a while uh airing some of our older episodes which we would call the ocean kayak years uh, i was with ocean kayak for a very long time they were the first kayak company i worked with um and then switched over to jackson kayak some years ago which uh, i'm very very happy with a great company to work with <clears throat> but I had a lot of great years with Ocean Kayak as well. Uh, for instance, the uh, the boat that is featured in this episode would be the Trident, which was um, basically the second boat that I helped design with Ocean Kayak. Uh, so, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of a lot of years with them, a lot of experience, and, and a lot of good times. Um, if you uh, regularly go to our Facebook page. Uh, I did post a link just a few minutes ago. There is a giveaway by Yak Attack for their new Black Pack Pro. So if you haven't entered that yet, you should do that. Uh, I did speak with John Hipsher from Yak Attack. We're going to get him on the show. Probably do a, a giveaway through the show as well. Um, but once they get all their production and everything uh, nailed down. So look for that within the next few weeks. We'll have uh, John Hipsher on, talk about their products and do a, um, excuse me, <clears throat> and do an episode with them. So, yeah. So again, if you are new to this, we air these shows on uh, our Facebook page, the Kayak Fishing Show. We have a Kayak Fishing Show group page. And we also have where a lot of people watch is over on Kayak Fishing Tales, which is our YouTube channel. Um, if you are going over to YouTube, if you're catching us for the first time on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit for notifications. Uh, also, uh, if you're doing it through Facebook, make sure you join the Kayak Fishing Show group page. Uh, those two pages, uh, you're much more likely to be notified when we go live. Um, like I said, we generally will go live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at this same time, two o'clock Pacific time. And um, I always like it if people let us know, you know, where they're watching from. So let us know. Let us know uh, if you're watching this as a replay. Uh, you know, it's just kind of good information for us to know uh, when and how you are watching. Um, because. This is, uh, you know, like I said, our first time back on a Thursday. Uh, I'm sure there's not going to be as many viewers as used to us doing these Thursday shows. But, you know, historically, we always did Tuesday and Thursday. And I'd like to get back to that. If any of you guys are, again, are new to this and you're wondering about this thing here, uh, I had shoulder surgery uh, three weeks ago. And that's another reason when I'm getting back to doing these on Thursdays. I just got more time on my hands because I'm kind of sitting around doing that. Not a heck of a lot. And... Um, 
I like I like sharing the old episodes as well. So this episode, and somebody asked me actually on one of the pages I posted on uh, when this was. I don't really remember. I had a computer crash quite a few years ago, and I lost everything. Uh, the episodes, thankfully, were over on um, in a hidden file over in YouTube. So I was able to still have episodes, but like all the information about episodes, you know, exactly when it was and all that, I don't always remember. And I don't like a lot of the still photos I don't have. Uh, they all got lost. So I, I now do a much better job of backing up my computer than I did back then. But uh, so I don't remember exactly when this episode was shot. I want to say it was 2009, 2010, something along that line. Um, we are at a place called Slippery Winds Lodge, which is um, up in Canada. It's a remote location, basically fly in with a float plane. Uh, they strap the kayaks to the, uh, the pontoons of the float plane and fly us in. It's super, super cool. Uh, I got to fish with my buddy, Dan Joseph, who I had fished with a few times before that, who he and his brother, uh, Manny, are just like, you know, they are expert musky fishermen. This location is known for its bass, uh, musky, and walleye. So uh, got to do that. And again, this is not a fishery I do a whole lot of, it, particularly back then, back in only being season three, I had very little experience with this type of fishing, being a saltwater guy here in San Diego. So uh, always a learning experience. Um, back then, there weren't a whole lot of what you would call big guy stand up type of kayaks. <clears throat> and I'm being a paddler and loving longer, faster boats, you know, we were using the Tridents, uh, but having a stand-up boat was kind of nice. So what we did is we brought on the um, Scotty stabilizers, which are an inflatable pond.
Okay, everybody, sorry about that. My internet at my uh, place dropped all of a sudden. I have very, very good internet normally, so uh, that was an odd one. Uh, give me a thumbs up or let me know that you are now seeing me so uh, we can keep going with this. <laughs> that was uh, very, very odd. That doesn't happen here very often. Like I said, I generally have really good internet. Um, anyway, uh Hello, Liam Young. Um, Fenelula Swan. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. Uh, Liam, it's working okay now. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, thought it was me. No, it's me. When you think it's you, it's me. Um, hey, Aaron, how are you? A little uh, confused there. I don't know what happened. Like I said, all of a sudden my internet dropped. I don't know at what point it dropped. <laughs> Uh, I think I was talking about using the Scotty stabilizers with the um, with the Ocean Kayak Trident. Um, so we had standability plus the cool thing about those is that you have standability and really you still have good paddle ability because you can lift them up out of the water. <clears throat> of course, now there's a whole lot of other boats that are um, much more stable and, you know, pedal boats have come into the norm where all everybody was just paddling, which I still really enjoy paddling. So um, anyway, uh, before we get into the episode, also, I, I know I'm going to have some good, really, really exciting stuff to share with you guys um, here pretty soon. I have a meeting with Jackson Kayak today, and hopefully they'll let loose with some information and we'll be sharing some cool stuff from them pretty soon. So definitely stay tuned for that. So again, this um, episode is at a fly-in lodge called Slippery Winds with Dan Joseph. Um, oh, because of that, it stopped sharing. So I got to redo something really quick here. Okay, I fixed that, so I can now share the episode. So, with no further ado, let's uh, let's get this old episode rolling. I kind of like these old episodes because I like the. Um, the footage in the intro is pretty cool. Um, it just it just brings back memories, it, it, you know. But uh, I still like my new song much better. But uh, it's it's pretty cool. Aaron says he's pretty excited for the JK meeting today. <laughs> We're all excited. <laughs> Shh, <laughs> we can't talk. <laughs> so anyway, let's uh, bring this episode up. And again, if you have any questions, comments, please throw them our way and um, I'll be happy to answer any questions that I can with you. So with no further ado, if I can figure out where my stuff is now, that shutdown kind of threw everything off here. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, I'm headed deep into the bush to Slippery Winds Lodge to try my luck at some walleye. Joining me on this adventure is hardcore angler, Dan Joseph. The waters around the lodge are inaccessible to anything but a float plane, and they guarantee you're gonna have a trip of a lifetime. So Dan and I are gonna hit the deep cold water for walleye and toss lures at the grass for some explosive topwater action. The water's cold, the fish are hungry, and I'm ready to fish. Stick around, we're gonna have a blast. Yeah. At the forefront of any sport, <laughs> you inevitably find someone pushing the limits. 
While kayak fishing has been exploding in popularity, Jim Salmons has been doing just that. Uh, yeah, look at these. Nice. From the seat of his ocean kayak, Jim challenges the world's top game fish and puts his kayak fishing skills to the ultimate test. Never fought a kayak, have you, fish? From freshwater to saltwater, Jim's mission is simple. to That's funny. I just want to pause that right there just because I haven't watched these old intros in such a long time. Uh, that one spot where I, I think it was in the blue kayak, that was in Boca Grand Pass one of the craziest places we've ever put kayaks the current there was nuts and the amount of boats was crazy and that last shot which was um what you would think would be a drone shot was before drones so we had actually uh met this guy who had a, a airplane and took my camera guy up in his airplane and uh, got some above us shots from the airplane so you know pre-drones like i said this this was quite a few years ago so I just thought I'd share that. It was funny. Discover the best fishing destinations in the world and prove that anything is possible from a kayak. That's a healthy fish. Like I said, just this intro is bringing back so many good memories. It's really cool. Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident and Ultra series of fishing kayaks. Ex officio, made to adventure. And of course, my actual sponsors are scrolling the across the bottom. Line. Except Seaguar has always been Mustad, with us. Mustad, in a record, haul <laughs> off the cash. Hook one kayak fishing gear. Get everything you need to get out there and hook one. I don't think they exist Standard anymore. Standard Horizon. Nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. One of my oldest and sponsors. the Heliconia Press. Cutting edge outdoors media. This week, Jim is joined by Dan Joseph, another rising star in the sport of kayak fishing. The guys are jumping on a bush plane to head deep into the wilderness of northern Ontario, Canada. Jumping on a float plane. I love flying float planes. They're so cool. My name is Darren Turcock. I'll be your pilot this morning. <laughs> I won't. The destination? Slippery Winds Lodge on Yoke Lake. Slippery Winds has become famous for massive and plentiful walleye and its proximity to six freshwater lakes inaccessible unless you own a bush plane or are willing to take a long ride down overgrown logging roads. After a short ride, courtesy of Rusty Myers Air, the guys have arrived. Very cool. They have just enough time to rig their boats and get in a short fish before the sun goes down. Just getting these uh, Scotty mounts uh, screwed into the boats. Uh, they're going to be for the outriggers, so we can stand and cast all day. Uh, when you're in freshwater, if you can find a way to stand and fish, do it. it you'll, you'll catch more fish, you'll be able to see further, you can see the weed lines, you can see the weed beds, just so much better than when you're sitting down. 
Scotty has come up with these uh, new stabilizers that are simple to use. They just go right into one of these deck mounts that has uh, a quick release. We just drop this thing in. And now I have one of these on each side. And as they say, it's a stabilizer. Now I can stand up and feel really stable in the boat. You know, smaller guys, like I said, these are really stable kayaks. You can stand up in them really easily for particularly smaller guys. I'm not a smaller guy. Uh, and like I said, I don't spend much time standing up with my kayak. So by adding these stabilizers, it gets me up high so I can see those fish and make the, the perfect cast to get on them. Stay tuned as the guys test out their new Scotty Outriggers and head out on Yoke Lake for their first taste <laughs> of massive walleye. That's gotta be a pike, yeah? I'm letting him run with it. Screw it. Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident and Ultra series of fishing kayaks and the Torque, which features a removable Minn Kota motor. Check them out at OceanKayak.com. I'm not going to lie. I always thought that was one of the dumbest things we did during our show's intros. It was like, Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Ocean Kayak, the makers of the Ocean Kayak Trident or Torquedo or whatever. It's like, how many times do I say Ocean Kayak in one sentence? <laughs> anyway, I said all this stuff is coming back to me having wa watching this old episode. Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Seagar, always the best in fluorocarbon. Now introducing two new world-class products. Cans and Braid and Senchi monofilament lines. Check out all Seagar's fishing line options at Seagar.com. This week, Jim and friend Dan Joseph are hitting the freshwater lakes of northern Ontario for big walleye. With the boats pimped out and ready to ride, it's time to fish. It's only a few hours before the sun goes down, but that doesn't mean there isn't enough time to get on a few walleye. We're at Slippery Winds wilderness lodge doing some walleye fishing we're about northwest ontario south of kenora beautiful weather out here we found a spot that uh, looks like it could be a nice little drift for uh, walleye so i'm putting on this uh, quarter ounce bloodhead chartreuse with this chartreuse and blaze orange uh trigger x four ounce paddle tail jig doesn't have to be these long bomb casts because really you're just trying to find depth not length um but i like to just cast out open leave my spool open make sure that i find the bottom number one and then you just kind of start jigging it up and down the bottom letting it pause every few seconds jig jig let it pause and usually it's on that pause where the walleye will hit there's one there's one. Oh, oh <laughs> it was a jumper Oh. Apparently, I can't keep a fish button done. not doing too much right now. I'd just like to get a look at him. Oh, yeah. Great walleye. We're looking at a couple pounds, maybe. Beauty about this uh, Trident 13 here is that you actually have on your rod pod, you've got a, a centimeter and a, an inch uh, ru uh, ruler. So you can get the measurement of your fish without having to fumble around for, uh, for your measuring tape. 
These are fun. These are fun fish. Especially the, the thing is about the, the walleye. I mean, they've been big fish. You know, from what uh, the, the walleye I caught in the past, which were like this, I mean, these were good sized fish. I mean, I got one that was, you know, probably close to 28 inches. <laughs> that's a good walleye. Yeah, that is uh, a little bigger than the first one I got this morning, that's for sure. I have not caught a whole lot of walleye in my life, but that was a good one. <laughs> more fun. And, uh, we don't have walleye here. Gorgeous weather, beautiful lake, bald eagles flying around, beaver dams all over the place, or beaver houses. When you're quiet, all you can hear is the noise of birds. Even if you weren't fishing, just a great place just to kind of hang out and relax and paddle around. Just absolutely beautiful spot. But uh, I came here to fish. With a great morning of fishing behind them, the guys head back to Slippery Winds Lodge for lunch and to re-energize. Slippery Winds is a rustic fishing lodge located in the middle of six lakes, each lake almost completely inaccessible by anything other than a bush plane. This has made it an incredible place for bass, pike, muskie, and lake trout. But the fish the lodge is known for is its record numbers of massive walleye. We've got five cabins here, usually have a maximum occupancy of about 16 people. The, uh, a lot of people like to go for the walleye, of course, and we've had a, a lot of fly casters in who like to go for the smallmouth and the largemouth. Of course, the northerns are always there to keep people busy, but uh, we've got uh, pretty much the full gamut. If it's a sport fish from the area, we've got it in our area right here. Boasting clean private cabins, well-maintained boats, expert guides and its own small fleet of fishing kayaks, Slippery Winds is a dream for any freshwater obsessed angler. Slippery Winds now has three brand new Ocean Kayak Trident 13s ready for any of the guests to use. It is such a kayak friendly location. I mean with all these lakes around here and so many fish, you couldn't ask for more. It, what a great location. Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show with Jim Sammons will be right back after yeah, these messages. I did not catch that tarpon in that lake. Uh, <laughs> so there's a few people checking in and please, uh, you know, send your questions, comments, all that. And uh, always makes for a better show when we get comments and questions. Um, math or fish says... Wow, that's crazy how technology has changed. Yeah, like I said, you know, we were back then, um, we had two different shoots where uh, we had somebody who had an airplane and just offered to take our, our camera guy up for a little bit and kind of buzz over the top of us. And I remember when we got our first drone, it was just, it was game changer. But then you started using a drone all the time. And it's like, okay, we got to back off on the drone. Um, when we got our first GoPros, um, well, hell, it was such a mission. They actually, uh, our first GoPros, they got them to us overnight in Southern Baja because they wanted us to use them so badly. We knew nothing about GoPros. And I said, these things were just coming out on the market. And they sent this one. It came with a suction cup. And I put it up on the front of my kayak. And on the first day, <laughs> put it up on the front of the kayak on the suction cup and I was landing a rooster fish as I recall and the rooster came up and smacked it with its tail and there it went and we lost it the first day 
And nobody told us that these things, I, I assumed that they would float in this waterproof housing, whatever. And we lost our GoPro, the very first GoPro on the very first day. So, um, you know, now there's just GoPros have come so far and the footage you get off them is so amazing. Uh, it, it's pretty cool because before that, we're using uh, a waterproof housing on a Sony camera that was much more bigger, much more bigger was much bigger and heavy and having to mount it in any way it was bounce around. It was, it was pretty comical. So like you said, it is crazy how technology has changed just in the years that we've been doing this show. I mean, just how much kayaks have changed is amazing. Um, Aaron says, uh, so awesome flying in a bush plane. Yeah. You know, they are so fun. Um, just to land into, uh, amazing places. And I've flown in them up in Alaska uh, God, we had so much stuff packed into them. Uh, we did one up in, um, we were up on the Arctic Circle at the Great Bear Lodge. And that's where we had the, we had the kayaks on the pontoons, all of our stuff um, strapped inside there. And I mean, we didn't see another person because you can get so remote. It's, it, it's super cool. A funny, funny story. And I don't know if it, it actually comes up in this episode. Funny story in this episode was, um, or on this trip. And again, I don't remember it's in the episode was that my flight was like a half a day or a day before Dan's and Will's my videographer and <clears throat> excuse me. And so I had to jump on a float plane before them and get all my stuff packed up. And there, there was a few of us all leaving at the same time. We literally took off. And I said to the pilot, uh, any way we can land again? I left my phone charging on the table in my room. And I go, I'm like, what will it take? And I gave the guy a couple hundred bucks to turn around and land and go get my phone for me. <laughs> he was like, yeah, dope. <laughs> he was very cool about it. He's just like, seriously? I go, dude, I left my phone back. He's like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, what will it take? And he didn't, I, I just offered the money. I mean, I, I gave him the money. He didn't ask for anything at all. Uh, it was, it was pretty funny. So, um, Randy, yo, I swear I watched this not that long ago. Well, it was on a long time ago. Maybe you watched it on, uh, my outdoor TV or, uh, because all the episode, old episodes are available on there. Uh, Mouthfish, keep the memories coming. Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna keep these old episodes going on Thursdays. So again, if you're uh, if you're interested in watching our shows on Tuesdays, it's kind of the newer stuff, uh, the Jackson kayak years, if you will, and on Thursdays are the ocean kayak years. Um, Alan says that's a dynamite walleye. Yeah, that was a good walleye because the ones I caught before were um, on the Ottawa River and they were generally pretty small. Um, and I said, were they pricey back then? Um, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, I mean, it's all relative. Everything's pricey. Um, Landon Doug, have you ever targeted musky out of a kayak? Seems like this would be an awesome location. Yeah, we've targeted a musky quite a bit. I mean, like I said, I'm in San Diego, so it's generally on trips up to Canada. We've had some great musky trips up uh, in the Petawawa, um, Algonquin Park. Um, like I said, Dan Joseph, who we're fishing here, he ends up getting a really nice musky right at the end of the episode. So, um, yeah, we've done pretty good on musky. 
Uh, Matt, I dropped my phone in the Everglades this weekend off my 134 days, no phone. It was rough. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's one of those, you lose your phone. It's like, it's rough, but then it's like, well, I, I when we've done these trips, uh, really remote trips. And back then these trips, you had no internet access. You had no phone service. So you really were off the grid. And like, I remember the first time we did that Petawawa trip, which was a seven day paddle trip. Like the first day you were like, oh God, you know, you're just out of habit. It's like you're used to being in contact. But by the end of the first day, it's like you've put the phone away. You don't even think about it. And it, it, it feels great. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, you're talking uh, talking about the GoPro on expensive. Well, again, honestly, that first GoPro, they had sent it to us, a uh, GoPro had, because they wanted us to get footage for them, you know, using this new product from them. And so we got it for free. Uh, I don't think they were too happy when they sent it to us and we lost it on the very first day. But uh, <laughs> uh, stuff happens. <laughs> so let's get this episode going. And again, please bring your questions, comments. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, let us know if you're watching this as a replay. I always love to know that information. Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Mustad. Featuring the Hook a Million state and world record contest with $1.4 million up for grabs. Haul in a record, haul off the cash. Free registration at mustadhookamillion.com. Well, we've been on a uh, walleye tear here at Slippery Winds. We've got some really good quality walleye. I mean, I mean, twice as big as any walleye or better than I thought before. So, good fun day. Okay, I can't help but pause on certain things. That bucket, I just brought up the Plano bait bucket. You know, now it's, of course, I, I've got live bait systems on my kayaks, you know, full circulating live bait tank. Um, but that type of bait bucket, when I first started kayak fishing, that is what we used. You know, even here, you'd. You'd go out, you'd catch a few mackerel and put them in that bucket and drag it around all day. Um, and then I switched to a live bait system. And it's like, I'd never go back. <laughs> like I'd rather carry five gallons of water on my boat than to drag one of those buckets because it's a lot of work. And live mackerel, they have to have that constant water circulation. So anyway, just thought I'd share that. <laughs> we had a ball. Well, we got a 20 inch right now, so we are looking at a bit of a nice little hole here. It's, uh, I don't know, maybe a dozen casts. Uh, and yeah, third fish. So I'm very happy that I brought my fish finder with me on this trip. Um, having the portable hummingbird. Um, the portable hummingbird. We wanted to fish the walleye. <laughs> um, so we wanted to know where those channels were. Yeah, I try to bring it on all my trips because it is so useful. Another nice walleye. Decent, not as big as first one, but a great fish. So. Got some I forgot all the walleye we caught on this trip. That's another really nice walleye. Yeah, I mean, caught a lot of them and a lot of good quality. Textbook walleye fishing, guys. Find the bottom, nice jig, catch big walleye. Back in. I'm getting mighty tired of 
At Slippery Winds, we were targeting walleye. And for walleye, you don't need real big gear. You don't need real heavy gear. That's why I like the Akuma Cedros low profile reel. I have that reel on a Akuma EVX graphite rod and I'm using a light action. Again, you don't need really heavy stuff for these fish. Uh, on the reel, I've got it loaded up with Kansan braid and I've got 20 pound test on there. No, you don't need 20 pound test for these fish, but it's gonna fill the reel up a little bit nicer than going with that real light line. For a top shot, I'm gonna go with about a six foot liter of Seaguar fluorocarbon uh, six pound test line. And at the business end, just a small three eighths ounce jig head with the chartreuse tail. This setup will get them. Check it out. Although the walleye are huge and here at Slippery Winds, they're easy to catch, they don't provide much of a fight. The guys keep a few for a fish fry, but agree it's time to look for something with a bit more pull. Luckily, each lake at Slippery Winds has its own dominant fish. Stay tuned as the guys change up the lake and their gear to see what Straw Lake has to offer. Man, this is really bringing back memories. I, I have not watched this episode in forever, and it is just bringing back memories. <laughs> I know on one of these, we, we did a hike um, from one lake to another, and I personally generally don't have any kind of problems with um, mosquitoes. I, if I get if I get a mark from a mosquito, it's very very rare. Uh, they just don't seem to eat me. And we did a hike from one lake to another, and I was carrying gear, and we were pretty covered up, and we were going through the woods. And I had twenty mosquito bites on the palm of my hand. It was absolutely horrible <laughs> and like i said that was on this little just carry our gear from one lake to another pretty wild um i bobby i i did you mistake just mistaking catch any other species of fish we did catch if you're just asking if we caught other species yes we did other than the walleye and like I said, walleye, I know, is a big uh, fish for some people. Um, it, it's a good, I guess, very good tasting. Um, I'm a saltwater guy, so, you know, it's hard to kind of hard to compare to any of that. But um, they don't fight particularly hard. So having nice light gear just will make them more fun. Alan says, uh, Slippery Winds Lodge still exists. Uh, yeah, actually, I um, just to review for this um, episode, I actually looked it up online and it does still show them in existence with the same owners that had it uh, when we were there. So yeah, still there as far as, as far as I know, at least from the website. Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Mustad, featuring the Hook-A-Million state and world record contest with $1.4 million up for grabs. Haul in a record, haul off the cash. Free registration at mustadhookamillion.com. This week, Jim Sammons and Dan Joseph are in northern Ontario at Slippery Winds Wilderness Lodge. The guys have pulled their fill of walleye out of Yoke Lake and agree it's time to try something new. So they lug their kayaks down a short path to put in a nearby Straw Lake. Welcome back to the kayak fishing show. We're back out here on Straw Lake today. 
and we've decided we're going to try and mix it up and catch a mix. Straw has a rep for ridiculous pike numbers, and Jim loves to pull on pike. I do like Before catching pike. getting a few meters from Slippery Winds Straw Lake Dock, the pike start to go nuts. Oh, pike. But I uh, switched over to the spinner like Dan was using, and a few casts later, got myself a fish. Said it's nice using the spinner through this heavy coverage because it, it does just kind of bounce off these reeds. Fish is pretty weedless. Dan Joseph has been fishing with his brother Emmanuel since they were kids. The hotshot angler brothers really hit their stride when they discovered that they could catch massive fish in freshwater from their kayaks. Now Dan tests the limit of his abilities, always looking for bigger freshwater monsters. Hopefully he'll get his chance at slippery winds. I don't know, I've always been a fisherman. I just, uh, I never really had the, I don't know, the the need to go out and buy myself a big gas guzzling boat. And uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do. I wanted to just be able to, to cast a little further than I was when I was on shore. And I figured, hey, why don't, why don't I buy myself a kayak? And then, uh, well, soon after, I mean, you know, my brother bought his and uh, we were out on the water almost, you know, every time off we, we could get, we would spend it fishing. And uh, then we, you know, it just grew into a bit of a passion, maybe almost an obsession uh, on just, just wanting to fish in a kayak all the time. Well, as you can see, as you look around us, we're sitting in a bunch of old reeds, and these fish are just laying down amongst these weeds. So we're throwing frogs and spinners and all kinds of stuff, and these uh, these fish will come up and follow it out. A lot of times they'll get followers, and you'll see them come up right alongside the boat. The smaller ones seem to be more aggressive, and they'll just hit it from the get-go. We work around these weeds, try to fish weedless, so spinnerbaits fish fairly weedless because the, the way they spin, they knock things away. So uh, just sitting here working through all these reeds just pounding casts pounding casts and uh picking off quite a few fish you know all spinnerbaits seem to be doing okay but uh this straight um wire spinnerbait what happens is that it gets bent out of shape and this is what happens to the spinnerbait it isn't made of titanium it'll bend and then you're caught with this sometimes when you get a snag or whatever now the beauty about these titanium spinnerbaits is you can take them bend them out of shape and they'll always go back their original shape without any problem. See these titanium spinnerbaits here, you can actually take them, bend them a bit, and they won't lose their original shape because of the type of metal that's made out of Low profile bait casting reels have become popular with anglers in both salt and fresh water. But if you grew up with a spinning reel, it can take a lot of practice to master. This week, Dan Joseph is here to the rescue with a few tips to make learning how to use a bait caster a bit easier. In this week's Ocean Kayak kayak fishing tip of the week first we're going to look at the reel uh there are two ways now if you notice that the backlash happens at the first part of your cast i noticed you he's got the, the handle on the wrong cast, side you should adjust the cast control knob that most of these uh bait casters have now um you want to tighten it a little bit if you find at the beginning of your cast it's uh, you're getting those backlashes if, if you see that the backlash is occurring at the, or at the last part of your cast, like almost when the lure's about to hit the water, you wanna actually open up your reel 
and adjust these mechanical brake weights. Now, there's in this uh, Shimano Sidica I'm using right now, uh, there are six. Uh, if you're finding, yeah, you are having a lot of backlashes, put the weights up. These weights actually put a bit of pressure on the spool itself or a bit of friction, uh, eliminating the chances of having backlashes. So you want to either put them up or down. If, if you're having problems at the second part of your cast, you want to put maybe one of these brakes up or maybe even two. Now, if you find that by doing that, you're still getting backlashes or your reel's too tight and you're not getting any distance out of your cast, you want to maybe invest in a longer rod. Here I'm using the St. Croix Mojo Bass Slop and Frog. It's seven feet and the fact that it's seven feet being a bit longer uh, will give you more, just more energy in the cast and it'll uh, sometimes eliminate uh, the, the, the chance of having a spool overrun or a backlash. And that is your kayak fishing tip of the week. The baby pike population here is insane. So hungry and stupid, the guys can't seem to hook anything else. Jim finds a small river and decides to throw a few different baits for largemouth. Oh, nice one! You know, these aren't big fish, but what a kick in the pants on this light rod, you know, I got this little Shimano core, light line, there we go, lightweight rod, just fun, man, just good fun. <laughs> Let this guy back in the water. That's a nice bass. That wasn't a bad bass at all. It is that. What a fun, fun fishery they have here at Slippery Winds. Absolutely incredible. So many different kinds of fish you can catch. Topwater spinner baits, soft plastics. We've caught them on everything. One of my favorite lures to use while fishing for pike and bass at Slippery Winds was Captain Ken's designer bass frogs with kicking legs. One of the really cool things about them is that the body is solid. Unlike a lot of hollow bodied frogs, these are solid. So if instead of a bass, you hip into a pike or a muskie, the body's not going to get destroyed. With a slow presentation, they were a cool swimming frog. I don't even know if those things are around anymore. I've ever seen. I could fish these through the densest coverage with a single weedless hook up on the front. If you feel like you're losing a few fish or missing them, they also come with an optional stinger hook on the back end. You're guaranteed to hook up. These frogs just seem to call the fish in for an explosive surface attack. You can see all the bass frogs at bass-frogs.com. Yeah, I'm not even sure that's available Surrey anymore. Lives up to its namesake. High winds start blowing on Straw Lake, and in an instant, it becomes impossible to cast for fish. The guys rush for cover of the lodge and prepare for an epic week to come. <laughs> Tune in to Jim Salmon's kayak fishing show next week as Dan Joseph goes out looking for the massive muskie rumored to hunt the local waters. The week has only just begun, and there's plenty of adventure ahead at Slippery Winds Lodge. <laughs> All right. Got him on this uh, Sabeel spoon. Look at that. That's a nice smallie. I did not realize this was a two-parter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I tell you what. Got the large mouth. <laughs> Find on that frog so many times. Woo. Here you go, baby. Oh, yeah, you went. Yeah, man. I, I tell you what, that uh, brings back a lot of great memories. And also um, really makes me want to get out and travel. <laughs> makes me want to get out and go fishing. And I can't because of my arm. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get back at it soon. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that throwback Thursday. Uh, again, we'll, I guess we'll have part two of that, uh, next Thursday. Of course, next Tuesday will be another episode of our Jackson kayak years. Uh, hopefully we'll have more stuff to share with you about the little stuff we were talking about Jackson kayak. Um, as well as again, if uh, you didn't see it, I did post that link, uh, on the, Kayak Fishing Show Facebook page, the link to the um, to enter to win one of the new Black Pack Pros from uh, Yak Attack. So you might want to check that out and enter to uh, have your chance to win. So anyway, uh, until next Tuesday, I wish you all well. And if you are going fishing, please remember, always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. Oh, I'm going to fix it. Woo!